Thanks for joining us. Talkline Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community. Welcome to the podcast. You are now tuned in to this episode of our podcast. Today we are going to interview some of the greatest and most influential minds in our field. And now, please welcome your host. You're listening to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. Welcome back to the program. I'm Zev Brenner, and we've had him on many times over the years, but tonight it's so essential that we hear what he has to say. Yoni Godowski is a senior paramedic. He's also the director of international relations for Mug and Dove at a Dome. He's been with them in the last over 25 years in the Jerusalem region. He became began his tenure as a youth volunteer in 1975. He'd never left, and his passion is for saving Israel. Welcome. Good to see you again today, by the way, at the Jewish Center in New York, where you spoke beautifully. Thank you. It was a pleasure seeing you there also. I think your message is so important, and I know that you've been under attack. I meant the volunteers of, of Mug and Dover Dome. Can you just give us an idea if some of them have been injured, have been killed? Can you just give us an idea? Because you're saving lives under fire of being attacked by these terrorists. Well, Mug and Dome is present anywhere in the country, in any community, in any neighborhood, in any city, in, in, in Kibbutzim, in Moshevim, and so on. And uh, on Saturday morning, uh, these uh, communities were under constant attack, both from missiles and from terrorists who entered Israel. And our team members uh, were called upon uh, helping and providing medical attention to their neighbors, to the same residents. And uh, they were uh, fully exposed to these uh, brutal attacks. Uh, the first, our first person who was killed was uh, Chaimov in Ofakim. He was doing his morning shift on Saturday. He was called to assist people shortly after seven o'clock. He was riding, driving with, in his ambulance with his team. And Palestinian terrorists shot at the ambulance, killed him, injured some of his team members. Uh, and that was our first tragedy. We learned about it uh, kind of live when it happened through our uh, command control system. Hours later, we have realized that uh, on the attacks of several kibbutzim, including on kibbutz Be'eri, there is another tragedy over there. Uh, the, the team leader of the kibbutzim in the area of Magendavid Adom uh, was murdered with his grandson. And uh, later on, we have heard that one of our paramedics, who was the paramedic of the kibbutz, and she was treating people in the clinic of the kibbutz, and all the time was texting her colleagues in the main station in Beersheba, but also her sister. All of a sudden, she uh, she reported to us that the, the, she hears the, the gunshots and the people speaking Arabic around the, the, the clinic. And uh, she's afraid that uh, more and more supply and medications that she's using are, uh, uh, she's losing most of the inventory. And then all of a sudden she stopped writing to us. Wow. And now, she was 23 years old. Was there a confirmation of what happened to her? 
Um, do you know? Yeah, they, they entered uh, the the, uh, the terrorists entered this uh, clinic in the kibbutz and massacred whoever was in there. The same as they did in other places, attacking women and children and elderly people and even their foreign caretakers were attacked brutally. Many of them were taken into Gaza alongside with young people who had a field party, a forest party near Kibbutz Re'im, and many of them were killed. It was a huge massacre scene, and others were taken into captivity to, to Gaza. Unbelievable. It's, it's just shocking. You're saving lives, and they're taking lives and killing lives. Magen Dovedom, of course, has prepared for conflicts, right? You, so this didn't, and while it came as a surprise when it happened, but haven't you been training for these kind of scenarios for a long time? It's a scenario that was, um, we did uh, several exercises with other parties in, in the Israeli Defense Forces, with the police and so on, simulating a variety of potential conflicts in the area and not only in the area. But yes, it took us by surprise. Saturday morning was a major surprise to Israel. Now, one of the things that I found most amazing, because I know of having interviewed you over the course of time, that one of the things that was a priority for MDA, for Magen Dome, of course, is the blood supply and to protect it from missiles, from enemy attacks. So I think you just were about implementing a whole new procedure of protecting blood. Perhaps share that with our audience. Well, over the past few years, with the help of American friends of Magendavida Dome, we've built the new blood services center and the logistics center, honoring an amazing family, the Marcus family and their foundation that were the leading donors for this project. Uh, this facility was built in order to protect the blood inventory of the state of Israel and to protect Magendavidadon logistics. All the laboratories and the storing uh, facilities and the big room refrigerators for the blood and the plasma, etc., are all in the bomb, huge bomb shelters underground, protected against physical, what we call a uh, uh, a conventional uh, warfare, and, but also for non-conventional warfare. And we were in the process of moving in from the existing, the, as we call it, the old blood services center at the premises of the Shiva Hospital when this bro uh, war broke. And we were planning to finish up this process during this week, but we expedited everything. And thousands and thousands of blood units that were collected from the Israeli part, uh, public that I must say responded in an amazing way. More than 22,000 blood units were collected in six days in Israel. And they were all processed and distributed from the new facility in Ramle to the hospitals treating the victims of this attack. Wow. And from what I understand, it wasn't just um, Jews. A lot of non-Jews have been helping out, correct, including the American Jewish community? The, the 
the assistance both domestically and internationally is is simply what keep you, keeps us going i must say because the overall feeling in israel is extremely sad and the fact that people from all over the world are asking when can we come i'm a doctor i'm a nurse i'm a psychiatrist i i am an emt or a paramedic i want to come and assist you is simply amazing and on the other hand the israeli public is standing in lines donating blood waiting in hours just to donate blood and give something back and it comes from all parts of the israeli society including of with people who are non-israelis and that were visiting israel and all joined up in order to find a way to assist mothers are donating the breast milk so we can better feed the children and the babies that lost their mothers or their mothers are called upon and are now serving in the army or others that were taken to gaza now people know mda especially for the ambulances can you tell us about what your needs are right now as far as ambulances and other equipment and other support that you need? Because this all costs lots of money because the war effort, the new blood center, everything is a whole new scenario. You're right, but you know, Zev, uh, the reason that Magenta Divida Dome was ready and responded in the first hour with hundreds of ambulances to that reinforced the existing ambulances in the south of Israel was thanks to so many generous donors that were supporting us over the years and gave us all the necessary tools in order to be ready, whether it's medical supplies, ambulances, life-saving equipment, mobile intensive care unit, rapid response vehicles, blood mobiles, and of course, all the other facilities that we are using. And now it's a time to assist us again because this conflict first didn't end yet. And we are concerned that another front will open up in any day now. The Northern Front might open up and this is a completely different ballgame. Needless to say that the overall tension in Judea and Samaria is extremely high over the past year. So altogether, Israel is facing huge challenges and us in Magenda Vida Dome are facing huge challenges. So any help, any dollar, any way you can help can make a difference, not only now, but in the near future. So I'm going to give you the information where people can help Magenda Vida Dome. It's redstarforisrael.org, easy to remember, redstarforisrael.org, or you can always call toll-free 866-632-2763. Yoni Godofsky is our guest. He's Director of International Relations in Magandavada Dome. He's a senior paramedic, and we're looking at saving lives under fire, which is certainly what MDA is doing on a day-to-day basis uh, in Israel. Can you talk to us, dollars and cents, how much money have you raised? What are you anticipating? Because, as I said earlier, this is a major, major financial challenge for MDA as well. Well, I can say that the, the response is simply uh, way beyond any expectation. Uh, the fun.
we're speaking making a lot a lot of money and also within Israel in, in European countries and even from Australia the support is tremendous but the needs are exceeding every day now uh, uh, we need to restock our supplies medical equipment medications sedation medications and of course the blood bags and the uh, other uh, 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 variety of things that we are using in the laboratories in order to process the blood and to check it in order to supply safest blood and safest medical treatment to our, uh, to the Israelis even flag jackets and and helmets are now more needed because we have more and more people who are joining in our uh, uh, efforts now Are you getting more volunteers because i I know that some of your volunteers have been called up for army duty to be in the reserves, so how have you been able to replenish the volunteers so there are very various ways first uh, people who are let's say were not so active uh, over the past year or two years but are still maintaining the skills have come back to this home station and joined in. Uh, we have a special uh, army medical unit at the home front command that is built up to reinforce us in time of this type of escalation so uh, about half of the unit is already with us and working since uh, mon- Sunday morning and that's the way we cope uh, we are also planning to bring over within the next few days members of Hatzalah organizations from North America and paramedics mainly that were trained with us in the past and where they are even certified here in Israel and they're gonna reinforce our abilities and uh, if needed they will come in the coming weeks in various groups and altogether we are capable of responding to any given uh, problem at the moment now you have a relation mm-hmm. that it would not get worse and and then we will face additional challenges. And again, you have a relationship with Hatzal in the United States, Hatzal organizations here and as well as in Israel, correct? Correct. All, all Hatzal organizations in Israel are part of Magenda Vidadon, except one organization. We work alongside also with Zaka, and we have excellent relationships with Hevra Hatzal here in the U.S. and in, with many other Hatzal organizations. Uh, uh, in in uh, along uh, all across the US now it's just amazing what what you're doing especially now under fire if the northern front opens up with Lebanon what does that mean for MDA uh, it's a completely different ball game uh, we already saw this week that uh, uh, the Hezbollah is uh, checking the pulse and the uh, Of the Israeli army and and so on uh, we know that they are heavily armed with long-range missiles and other means we know that they are planning uh, a various type of maneuvers against Israel and uh, it won't be only let's say south of Israel parts of center of Israel that will be targeted the entire country will be targeted with various type of missiles uh, and the entire Israeli civilian society civil society will be under threat 
and uh, that will impose on us additional duties and no doubt will put our people's lives in danger all over the country. Are you getting any support? I know MDA is part of the Red Cross. Are you getting any support from them? We work with the, uh, there is a delegation of the International Red Cross in Israel, and we are in close, close contact with them. Uh, they even visited part of our stations uh, earlier this, uh, the past week. Uh, they work also alongside with the Israeli government, and uh, most of the things that they are doing is uh, not in the eye of the public because that's the way they act. And they, I know that the main effort alongside with other Israeli agencies is to bring back home the people who are now in Gaza. Listen, I don't envy you in what you have to do and you're doing it in a day. You do it even when it's not a conflict. MDA is there saving lives, especially under fire, under pressure, and now you need money for ambulances as well as first responder motorcycles and ballistic vests and helmets. This is just to keep the volunteers safe <clears throat> from attack. So I want to thank you, Yoni, for all that you've done and you are doing as uh, the senior paramedic as well as director of international relations for Mug and Dove at a Dome. And I want to give out the information for people to help if you want to participate you want to help Mugendav at a dome, and certainly whether you're a Jew or non-Jew, any decent person knows that this is like a time when it's time to step up to the plate and to do our part, and I think people are doing that. And you can always go to redstarforisrael.org. That's redstarforisrael.org, or call them 866-632-2763. Yoni, thank you again. It was a pleasure meeting you in person for the first time. I know we've communicated over over many years on the telephone uh, and on the radio. So continue success, and may God speedily save all of us. This is not a war against Israel. It's a war against every Jew, every decent person on the planet. So thank you for being there. You're on the front lines, and may God keep you and the volunteers safe and keep on doing the God's work and helping our people. And thank you for your service. Thanks very much, and thank the, the people who support us. Without their support in the past, we wouldn't be able to conduct our operations currently. So thank you very much for standing shoulder to shoulder with the State of Israel and with Magen Davidodom. There you heard it, Yoni Agadevsky here on the TalkLine Network doing an amazing, amazing job. Hey, this is Alan Dershowitz. One of the most important Jewish institutions in the world today is TalkLine with Zeb Branner. He is so smart and he is so innovative and he has so many interesting guests. I don't know what Yiddishkeit, I don't know what New York, I don't know what the world would do without Zev. So Zev, Yashikach, may you go from strength to strength and keep keep informing us and educating us and keep fighting for Jewish values. Thank you for tuning in to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast, the pulse beat of the Jewish community. For continuous Jewish programs, talklinenetwork.com or our 24-hour-a-day listen line at 641-741-0389. For past shows, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms or jewishpodcast.org. Thanks for listening to the talklinenetwork.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 